How's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Soapstone. My name is Jake, and I'm joined by my co-host, as always, Dave. How's it going tonight, Dave? It's going pretty good. I would say I'm zooming at this point. Hmm. Uh, we record with Zencaster, not Zoom. So, oh, I award you no points. <laughs> no. Oh, okay. Um, but uh, cocaine, I assume. Well, no, it's just today was more stuff happened than usual. It was arguably positive stuff, and I also that's got good. like a a Wegman's hoagie for dinner. Hmm. So that's good. Got some caffeine going at the moment. Yeah, which I now realize is later than I should be just in caffeine, <laughs> but I'm going to finish this. I wasn't going to join. I wasn't going to judge you um, at our, uh, for the post 6 PM caffeine, but it's always a risk for me as we've discussed. I'll try and counterbalance it with some depressants later hmm. by just okay. looking at my life as a whole. How are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing pretty well. Still settling into the, um, the home ownership. We, we started back up um, cyberpunk. So that's nice to have that back in the life. Nice. Um, taking care and ter- taking care of stuff day to day, and figuring out you know what we need to improve or fix, or we should have at least one of those type questions, uh, like toilet paper holder, <laughs> right, or something like that. Um, Do you guys not take turns for each other, or just holding just, it, just putting, there. putting the fingers together, uh-huh. kind of like shyly, but also so it can like spin, uh, like Chinese finger trap. <laughs> type toy in there that's what yeah, you do yeah. <laughs> yeah that's the advanced strap but your butt napkins my lord <laughs> but no it's been good um played you know a few games uh recently yeah probably not uh as many as i otherwise would have if there wasn't as much going on but still nice when we find the time are there any that you want to mention before they get steamrolled no. <coughs> Elden Ring, we do, baby. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's Elden Ring, Elden Ring week two. So that first one, um, which I'm sure everybody who's listening to this one definitely also listened to, is the spoiler-free one. Um, so if you don't want to be spoiled on Elden Ring, fuck that off. away. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Because... Um, we have, I think, at different points in our recording podcasting careers, um, had we Jake and I have had separate careers. It was a while before we joined up and started this podcast. Right, this is our. We both collab. come from a different like history of background of different uh, topics of expertise in different podcasts. Mm-hmm. This is basically just like a jam session that's gone on for three years. Um, I'm LP. He's. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, we played around with like how to portray spoilers in different ways. In some cases, it was like, say it verbally in part of the podcast. And other times it was like, all right, let's just put it in the description. Right now, I'm kind of just doing both, but it works. Well, yeah, That's but- enough preamble, though. Like, we're talking about all of everything Elden Ring. Yeah, like- we've both beaten the game at this point. Um, by the time you're hearing this, I've beaten it twice. I'm starting my third playthrough. Mm-hmm. Um, but... There are still things that, like, I'm sure Jake has not encountered or I have not encountered that we might discover along the way. Um, but very much, this is a no holds bar. We just want to talk about the exciting, cool parts of the game. Oh, yeah. Regardless of, like, what you found. If you didn't find everything, that's fine. That's on you. 
Um, mm-hmm. If you want to experience it without finding out through here, do that on your own time. Yeah. But, yeah. I would take one pass um, like before actually jumping into the full spoilers. Like I would take one pass through the game with minimal information. Yeah. And then come back second pass. Just be like, I'll open the wiki. I'll do whatever I want. Um, that's usually honestly any of the Souls games. I feel like it's yeah, a pretty it's, good policy. It's fun to like go through like an NPC's quest line and finding out things on your own. Like, oh, they're over here now. Okay, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's some other things like I didn't encounter the Is NPC it? Dialos, right? Yep. <laughs> uh, for like quite some time and like now i'm looking at this thing I'm like what the fuck is his deal and now i've already learned something about the alice in my third playthrough i'm like okay he's the brother of juno that guy i killed but i didn't realize that he has an overlapping quest with uh jar baron who is an npc i literally never met until yesterday Uh uh-huh is he the jar that like becomes a warrior or is it somebody else that's alexander he's the one who helps fight you or helps you fight against general radon Mm-hmm. Jar Baron is just like a little little pot dude who lives down in Jarberg. Uh huh. Which is definitely so you know, like on there. the eastern side of Lyurnia, <laughs> there's you know the inverted tower. Hmm. I don't know. Did you that do Ronnie's right. quest line? I did, but not the ending because I couldn't. I guess, or I didn't get the ending. I did everything up to the ending, but, but her quest line has like a bunch of op- optional parts, and I didn't do all of those. Okay. Huh. So, you know, the eastern side of Lyria, there's like a tower where you fight like a, a mage who's like shooting at you from like a mile away with like a giant great bow. It's bullshit. Hmm. Uh, vaguely. That sounds kind of familiar, but I'm not sure. Well, basically, there's that area right mm-hmm. next to it. There's some um, platforms you can jump down. Mm-hmm. And that's where Jarberg is. Huh. Is that a location or a person? That is a location. Oh, okay. Well, it's I've a little village there. of pots and jars. Hmm. That's kind of cute. It really is. They yeah. also have like a lot of flowers you can collect, and they're very chill. Um, it's really funny from like a gameplay standpoint. Like the the jar people off, obviously thing. I think they like they showed. Um, I guess it must have been Alexander, and like that was some of the first footage we saw of Elden Ring in gameplay. Was like freeing him and mm-hmm. then talking to him and stuff. I did like none of his quest. I saw him two times like in the entire game and he's like fancy meeting you here like adventurer and I'm like I have no idea who you are and he's like I'm trying to be stronger and I'm like great whoever you are Um, and then showed up at the end of the the game not the end of the game but like the dragon area like area I can't remember what it's called crumbling fair Missoula yeah that sounds right uh we'll go with that and, and anything that you put in like vague i'm gonna be like here's the exact thing that it is uh-huh, yeah. like that's how neurotic i've become about it um but it was really funny because i literally talked to that guy one other time and he's like i knew you would make it here to the end of time and be like my ultimate opponent i'm like guy we we met like at a drive-thru <laughs> right like there's, there's and you there's, have a lasting impression jake that's pretty good yeah but i did get the impression he was uh very interesting in pc i just missed all of his content yeah his character seems very much like a siegmeier type yes he's exactly that that's a good way and i it. i like that archetype it's always like very i don't know wholesome mm-hmm. i like it the jars are kind of funny because they have like um so they drop the uh the mystery meat i can't remember exactly what it's called but it's mystery meat 
Um, and it's one of the better healing items in the game. Like it instantly poisons you, but it's a ton of health and you can immediately cure the poison with like a standard cure mm-hmm. consumable, which are really easy to get for poison in particular. Um, so the game kind of encourages you to just kill all these jar folk. <laughs> and then there are also these types of NPCs and apparently there's a village of them. I I really like the jar design. Also mm-hmm. their lore. Like, cause they're essentially like quote unquote battle pots. Uh-huh. Um, I can't think of the actual name, but like they're filled with human viscera. Yeah. And that's really their thing. It's like they put strong warrior remains inside them to like strengthen them. Yeah. And Alexander's whole quest line is like becoming more tempered and mm-hmm. stronger. That's where I saw him is he's like standing in lava <laughs> trying yeah. to like harden himself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's great um, it's really funny were there any like NPCs let's say non-main questline that you were really fond of hmm. or you followed their stuff outside of main questline um, I mean it's a cheating answer and we can actually just come back to it so I'll, I'll come up with another one here's the cheating answer uh, Ronnie great character I'm sure we'll talk more yeah, about oh, it yeah. um, this will also answer the question later who is Bay? <laughs> Right. I actually saw that. And I was like, yeah, I mean, that one. Um, but um, there's like this British guy in the swamp, like Lake, Lake Lyernia or whatever it is. Um, and he's like, he's got a cook fire and like a bunch of prawns or something. Oh, uh, yeah. And I think you can like kill him for a quest. Blackguard. Or yeah. Blackguard. And he was just really funny. Uh, I like that the game was straight up like like a lady, a blind woman's like, hey, this guy took my stuff. Go get the stuff back if you want to help. And you're like, all right, I will be the white knight of the situation. Go like talk to the guy. And he's like, what's it to you? And you're like, well, I want the stuff back. And he's like, I'll sell it to you. And now you're at the impasse. You're like, I literally just killed this guy that I could probably just kill mm-hmm. or literally buy back the thing that he stole which you can do. And if you do that, then he sells you food like for the rest of the game, I guess, like consumables, um, which is hilarious. He doesn't like backstab you or do anything. He literally just sells it to you and then acts as a merchant. Yeah. He likes that you appreciate the taste of crab meat or shrimp. And he's like, I can respect that. You're a good uh-huh. guy. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> all right. <laughs> I'm a fan of when the game kind of twists that a little bit. Like, um, you expect everybody to betray you, and sometimes they do. Oh, yeah. You don't expect anything to ever go well in these mm-hmm. games. It's always like, oh, what's the doomed outcome for this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're well, finally getting married? Cool. Oh, they they both separately poisoned each other because the other one was asleep. Cool. Yeah. yeah, I also like the seamster. He's got a very short name. Bach. Bach, yeah. I think uh, he's fine. Like, he's, he's, he's cute and nice, but like... Mm-hmm. Of the NPCs, I feel that he's not as interesting for me. Yeah. Versus Did you like, do his full quest line? I don't know what his full quest line is. I got him up to like the capital, mm-hmm. and then I didn't see him anywhere else. So, yeah. so it's like find him in a bush, or he right. is the bush as an illusion. Hit the bush. He's very like mild mannered and subservient. Those are like some of his main character traits. You get his tools, 
which I did like really freaking late in the game. Or I found the tools, but I didn't remember where he was until they actually patched the game to show where NPCs were. Mm-hmm. And great then patch, I was like, by the way. <laughs> right. And then I was like, we should talk about that too. Um, so I was like, okay, there's a guy here. Let's go talk to him. Gave him his tools that I had gotten like two months back and in game time at this point. Um, and you give him like all of the needles that allow um, clothes alteration, removing capes, essentially. It's adding and removing capes. I Yeah. It's a really, I actually, if I were to like gripe about it for a second, I sort of just don't like the feature. Like if it was legitimately recolors, I would have appreciated it way more. I don't ever want to remove the cape from something because I played the Dark, the Soul series before they had capes with physics. Oh, okay. So you're, and why would I go back to that? <laughs> That's fair. Um, I think that the point is like you can kind of like trim the armor, make it a little bit lighter, and maybe you don't want a cape. Yes. You want to yeah. be more sleek, hard bodied. I'm sure but that there's. It would be really cool to have a recolor or something else. Yeah. Because like. That's what I would love. I really liked some of the more main character armors or like NPC stuff. Like D. Mm-hmm. Vampire Hunter D. Like, so fucking cool. It's like the twin armor of like, there's another body in the armor. Mm-hmm. Like, really fucking cool design. Malaketh the Black Blade super badass armor oh yes very yeah. trim very edgy um who else juno hoslo who is dialis's brother who you can kill as part of like the uh, mount galmir shit um, oh yeah super badass i don't I know they just have like a, about that. a lot of him. a lot of cool designs i was gonna say real quick well we're still on the the, the needles though the seamster, seamster stuff yeah teamster work um uh he, if you give him the needles, and eventually the golden needle, which as far as I can tell, you can't really use for anything, then it allows him to tailor boss armor, legendary armor, that you otherwise can't change at all. Um, really? Yeah. Okay. Now, <laughs> minor gripe for the game. Not all boss armor can be tailored. So I actually spent like a fair number of runes buying different boss armor pieces trying to figure out which one could be tailored because it's actually the trigger to getting him to accept the golden needle is you have something in your inventory that he can't normally oh okay tailor um but if you do that then it goes into this whole thing of like um he's like a demi human yeah. and he wants to be a real boy um or something like that, you know, basically. And you can, like, give him the uh, rebirth resource. It's like uh, larva or whatever it's called. Um, can't remember what those are called, actually. Now I'm thinking about it. I want to say crystal tier, and that's very, very wrong. That's the Estus upgrade. No, it's like... That's uh, sacred tier. Fuck, it's like larva of rebirth or something? Yeah, it's something. Yeah, yeah. And apparently that, like, would end his quest line. But if you don't do that, then eventually he goes there and dies anyways, which is what happened in my game. And the sad thing is I was very close to the next phase of his quest, which was finding that you're beautiful uh, voice line. And if you use that next to him after he's having all this self-doubt, it like changes the outcome of his quest because he's accepted. What? Yeah. So I I really love that what has been like specifically a PvP and multiplayer item 
uh, in this case the prattling pates which mm-hmm. by the way if you like the old dark souls like one two and three like hello uh, it's infinitely better than that if you disagree i'm sorry that you're wrong but that's my <laughs> very heartfelt opinion mm-hmm. but i like that it's actually tied into a side quest at all oh, in the yeah. same way that, like gestures will like open some stuff like oh use iridation to go forward you mm-hmm. have to do thop side quest to get it but it's like that head explosion emote and then that opens certain doors. Yeah. Like, no, it's, uh, it's great. I miss so much of that. The only like existing precedent for that. I feel in the soul series was like, I think there was a gesture for blade of the dark moon to unlock something at some point. No, it was actually a ring. It wasn't even a gesture. Yeah. It was, it was the ring. ring. If you're talking about, uh, dark sun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they use that, I think in one and three, but, I mean, I guess they did kind of like in Dark Souls 3 have the draconic gesture. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The to dragon. go to Dragon Peak. Mm-hmm. Um, dragon Peak. I don't know. I like stuff like that. I don't like where it's so obfuscated where if I'm just exploring, I would never figure that shit out unless I looked it up in a wiki. Yeah. Um, There's a lot of that in this game, which I'm is the fine reason. with some of it for sure. Because uh-huh. um, yeah. like, I'll look it up later. Like, oh, that's cool. I didn't know that was a thing. And I don't need to like have that fresh experience for myself. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, all right, I we're think... jumping around a lot because like my brain's immediately like, oh, something I missed but should have fucking seen because there was a button prompt and no other options for me uh-huh. was down at the bottom of crumbling fair Missoula. I was like, where oh, do yeah. I go from here? Where do I go? And then I... eventually I saw like a little thing. It's like, oh, it's a, a little ghost Lie lying down, down here. Uh-huh. Okay, I missed the prompt. I accidentally hit that because I was like jumping around and stuff. Okay. And so the prompt came up and I immediately took the prompt and like, I was like, why am I laying down? And then got to the uh, Dragon Lord boss fight. Dragon like, Lord P. Cause I don't know how to pronounce his name. It's like a Joaquin Phoenix or whatever the <laughs> name is. The Joker. Joaquin. Um, Joaquin. There you go. That was such a cool, a cool Christopher boss fight. Joaquin. <laughs> uh, Sorry, like, I'll let you talk about the dragon fight. It is one of my favorites. Like I didn't even know about it because like Jake mentioned it to me. I was like, "What are you talking about?" Mm-hmm. It's like oh, the dragon lord. I'm like, I fought a couple different dragons. Which which one do you mean? <laughs> right. Uh, but he has some of the. I like the black static smoke. Mm-hmm. It's just so edgy and cool. Oh yeah. And like the big windups into like the hits, and it feels good when you dodge because there's such a big windup. Yeah. Um, also, if you miss it, you'll probably die. But and one of the coolest, if not the coolest, to me at least, arena in the game. It's like a gigantic coliseum mm-hmm. outside of time. Like that's the most anime. Not like I don't think there's anything. The whole game more is fucking anime. anime. Nonsense. Anybody who says this game is not anime is wrong. Yeah. And his like, moveset, like, I know you're talking about his moves, but the particular one that got me where I was just like, I freaking love this boss. Is he like, he teleports, vanishes. A lot of the bosses do that. The bigger ones do. Um, Like, appears somewhere else and will do like a charge attack with like red lightning. Because like having lightning associated with dragons wasn't enough for Elden Ring. They're like, no, no, now it's red. Right. Um. Which is a completely different thing, and there's red lightning spells on top of just lightning spells. And they look cooler. 
but there's also cool. ice lightning which also looks really badass that also does look really good um and he's got this move where he like attacks through you like multiple times with like slashes from all these different directions teleporting like yukiro kome all around you um and uh it's insane it's such a cool fight yeah it i really like it um also because like a lot of those cool cooler bosses will have a remembrance mm-hmm. where to be like hey here's a weapon that'll do a weapon art that'll be kind of off of one of my moves or like a spell for one of the moves yeah and the one for dragon lord placid just the placid cox is <laughs> like you kind of like fade into like this storm cloud and then like lunge at something oh that's it, awesome. it just, mm, it's so cool mm-hmm. did you click the video i linked you for that uh i clicked a that's video a no. <laughs> I, I probably missed this one it doesn't sound familiar i think it was the last nice video link i sent to you nope two two back ah okay no i actually missed this um i missed this one a couple links but a lot of people send me Elden Ring stuff for some reason. <laughs> oh, my bad. Um, but yeah, I really um, liked that fight. Oh, yeah. Also, if we're talking like full anime, uh, Radon. Mm-hmm. Specifically. Radon is literally, it's literally Fate Zero. Uh-huh. Or Fate Stay Night, I guess. Like it's, you're on a beach, tons of weapons strewn about, shooting mm-hmm. an arrow at you from a mile away. You're like, hmm? <laughs> Yeah, summoning heroic spirits, and then he's he's riding his horse. Which, by the way, like, did you? It's a baby pony. It's the smallest thing. Did we? Did we talk we, about the reason why he can do that? I actually, this is one of the few pieces of information that I know. Okay, it's literally because of his his gravity magic. He he's learned like, gravity magic so like, he could still ride his horse. Yeah, it, and it looks like the stupidest thing. Like, I didn't know that when I was fighting him, and I was like, why is this giant general guy that's clearly one of the major bosses of the game riding, mm-hmm. like, a pony around that is a tenth of his size? It looks absurd. It, it looks it's absolutely really funny. <laughs> um, but... Which is a really cool fight. I actually like... I like his fight because it's not even... I don't know. There's so many like difficult traditional fights in the Soul series that sometimes they mix it up and it's okay. Moonlight Butterfly, not anyone's favorite fight at all. It's just a ranged boss that occasionally comes in, then you hit it. This fight has a gimmick, and I love the gimmick because it's not like anything else they've done in the game or like the series. I say as a segue so Dave can explain the gimmick. As I'm taking a sip. Uh Um, (laughs) So... As you go through, um, there are summon signs. You can summon in-game NPCs. You can't summon your own spirits, where you normally can for a lot of boss fights. And if you're me, because of the network, you can't fucking summon in any other players to help. Yeah. So you're dashing through the sand, and you're like mashing Y and dodging arrows to be like, come help me. <laughs> um, also, if you summon patches, he's like, all right, I'm going to peace. <laughs> like he leaves immediately. Um, whereas mm-hmm. everyone else is like trying to like fight Radon alongside you. Yeah. Uh, so it feels really cool and epic because it's like this all out battle. Yeah. Now to be it, fair, they're very it, much distractions and you really have to carry the weight of the team. But 
you can just beat. I, I'm pretty sure you just beat the game, beat the fight, resummoning them. Yes, because you can. you can continue to find theirs. That was the thing. Like I was like, okay, I summoned them in once. Wait, is this the second time I summoned them in? And then I didn't see the summon sign anymore. So like for the early attempts, I thought that was it. I was like, oh, you get like two summons. That's interesting. It's a unique concept that you can only bring them in like two times. No, you have to find them. So you yep. play like Battlefield Commander, running around bringing all these people into the fight. Did you or end you up beating him that way, or did you? Yeah, pretty much. I I did not man mode him. Now I did fight him, like I was throwing black flame fireballs at him. Yeah, but um, I found that like particularly for the second phase, if his ire was entirely focused on me, I had a really bad time. It it sucked. Like I could dodge some of the abilities, but he's like, "Hey, I'm gonna throw uh, these magnetic rocks at you." Mm-hmm in series and yeah. i was like oh i can't dodge four times instantly um and it usually ended my death but yeah. i really enjoyed the fight and each attempt i'm like oh this motherfucker and i'd go uh, back into it very excited he's I, also got like an opener like the long range the great arrows that are straight up like um uh do you know what my move set is if not like i'm gonna kill you till you figure this one out right <laughs> like <laughs> And then the the rain of arrows that follows you, if you're at long. Yeah, it's range like, too, hey, medium range. Run, dodge, run, dodge, run, dodge. Get on your horse, outrun uh, the arrows. Yeah. Um. And I didn't even know for the longest time that you could use the horse. The battlefield yeah. is so gigantic. I should have been like, oh, that makes sense. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But it wasn't until somebody mentioned, it, I'm like, horse would be a good idea. <laughs> That's one of the trade offs, though. If you do play with people, then the horse is always out of the equation. True. Yeah. And I have fought that boss um, with people. I think I co-opt it. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it's a very different counter. You can still kind of raffle stomp them. People, if you bring multiple people in and all, you can still bring all the phantoms in. It's very much like Radon is at a reverse birthday party and all of the people have come here <laughs> to take his stuff. Um, yeah, that was, that was fucking cool, though. Like, I remember yeah. making a mixed physic just for the start of phase two. Mm-hmm. For anybody who doesn't know, I mean, you should at this point if you're listening, but he fucking like dive bombs out of the sky and like mm-hmm. sweeps this whole area with like flame and it can do a lot of damage and possibly kill you. Yep. You can't avoid it, but I was bad at that. So I'd get a mixed physic of like, hey, uh, this next instance of damage, you won't die. I'm like, yep, sip, sip, let's go. Yeah. Yeah, we haven't talked about mixed physic at all. And we couldn't in the previous episode because it would have technically been spoilers. Yeah, it's oh. awesome. It's, it's a major so fucking cool in this one. Yeah, because like you have your health potions, your mana potions, and those are pretty straightforward. You mix and match based on what you need. Maybe you're going more spellcasty. Maybe you're like, I'll never use mana. Fuck it. And then a mixed physic is like, hey, what what do you need? Do you need yeah, like damage two. reduction? Do you want like a yeah, it's a fucking it's going to uh, where were we for lunch the other day? Panera. It's a pick mm-hmm. too. Yeah, it's a, the soup and a salad. <laughs> it's like, do you want stamina regen? Do you want this one's actually really strong? Free uh mana use, like yeah. no cost to mana for like twenty seconds. Yeah. Holy shit. It's really crazy. I use using that in conjunction with like um some of the breath spells that just like drain mana really, really rapidly. And I'm just like, what if I just stood here and breathed at you for ten seconds? normally would have exhausted the entire like fb bar but nope 
Okay. Jake flexed on the asthmatics over here. <laughs> but yeah, it's a uh, really strong. Um, so you did free mana, and what was the other half of your mixed physic? So I, I mixed it around a lot. The most so this is this is the boring answer. Most of the game I had it on here heal half health health region, um, just because I was like this is kind of useful, and um, it was actually also really good on the um, the mimic. Uh, the tier tier mimic the what tier. <laughs> summon um but then for part of the game i had it on the uh half again kind of boring half fp bar restore and then free fp um, but i did play around with some of the other effects apparently it is incredibly powerful for certain phases of boss fights to have mix in one of the defensive options mm-hmm. and i actually used the um and i think this could be a strategy in a run that's like optimized um, where you, for some reason are carrying runes, but there was the effect that's like, you can't lose runes on death. It's a short lived twig talisman effect. Yeah. But it's even more free than the dark souls Two ring, which you could literally repair with souls because this one is like every bonfire, you get it back. Right. Yeah. Or every, uh, grace touch grass. I think, I feel like the best use for it is like specifically a death run. You got really mm-hmm. far. You lost like 100,000 runes, which depending on far in the game might not even get you a level. But yeah. you're like, fuck. Um, okay, I know how to get back. I want to make sure I don't lose anything. So you put that on as a preventative, do a exactly. quick sip and just book it. Yep. Yeah, it's... Yeah. I didn't end up using that because um, I'm, again, very brute force in how I approach things. Yeah. Um, but it it seems like a really strong thing. Mm-hmm. And then there's one to like make yourself explode, which I see used in PVP videos a whole bunch. Right. Yeah, there's like increased damage of different element types, better dodges. Like most of the effects, maybe not most of the effects, tons of the effects you can get through other items. You can also include in your mixed physic. Now the caveat is it has exactly one charge. This is your this is your, your your magic moment where you use it um and then you have to rely on everything else in your bag of tricks but it's True. so powerful it kind of doesn't matter i actually i like that ability so bad that it makes the rest of the con- or i like that i like that potion mixed physic so much that it makes the rest of the consumables disappointing to me um because like they're better than they've ever been, and none of them are nearly as I'll actually use this in a situation as mixed physic. Yeah, like the only time I ever used other consumables is specifically for. It's like my fourth time doing a boss, mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay, uh, what are they doing? A lot, oh, a lot of fire damage. Okay, I need to do like a fireproof liver. Do I have one in my inventory? I'll put it on my equipment bar, and then I can D pad down mash to it to use it in a fight. Yeah. And like that's when I would do it. Or like again, same thing for like but for weaknesses like a magic grease. Oh, I'd want to put a certain um mat, certain element type on my weapon. Cool. Mm-hmm. Other than that, I'm rocking potions and mimic tier. Mm-hmm. And the rest can fuck off because I don't think don't about items <laughs> in the moment. I'm like, dodge, hit, sip, sip. And it's almost disappointing because they've clearly put 
Like, so the game I would most easily compare this to is like The Witcher in the series, The Witcher, and how they handled potions. Like, in every entry in The Witcher, especially in The Witcher 3, they're like, simplify potions. Simplify potions. In The Witcher 1, this isn't about The Witcher, but for comparison, you had to gather every ingredient for every potion you wanted to make. Fuck no. Or buy them. In The Witcher 3, the ingredients are more rare, but if you find it once and you craft the potion, you have it forever. If you run out, alcohol that's in your inventory magically becomes the potion when you next rest. Now, how you took like one dwarven lager and refilled 25 potions with all of these ingredients in your inventory, the game doesn't care, and you don't either because it's <laughs> way more convenient. Um, but then Elden Ring use this introduces the crafting system and lets you make all this stuff. I mean, I like it. I just, I didn't leverage it as much as I probably could have. Mm-hmm. Cause what again, did you craft? Like, anti-poison or anti-rot. If I found out mm-hmm. I was either poisoned or rotted. Yeah. yeah. But again, that was entirely dependent on, did I have a great dragonfly head? And no, cause I wasn't going out and killing like, uh, non-hostile mobs so right. it was oh, very they, much they do attack you you have I, to get close and you have to call them some bad names but they do attack you i mean if you wait for two hours and you put your <laughs> butt in the air yeah sure but <laughs> i didn't find myself in a lot of situations where i felt i needed to craft a lot of stuff yeah unless again it was like that oh they're doing a lot of fire damage. I can technically make fire resistance for a time. I'll do that. Resistance, yeah. I was in, I found myself in a similar boat. I made a bunch of like fire pots at the beginning of the game. And they literally, it's almost like, I mean, Legend of Zelda comparison. It's so impossible to avoid. But finding like empty bottles in Legend of Zelda so you could store more resources. Yeah. Finding empty pots here so you could make more pots it for was, a given fight. I like that a lot as far as yeah. like, you're increasing your max capacity. Like they have the memory stones, they have the talisman pouches, they have yeah the different pots or perfume bottles. It was all really cool. Um, I just my Never play style <laughs> did not adapt at all. Yeah. Um, so I don't think about like using a throwable that actually might be really convenient for like a ranged option. Yeah. I'm like, I'm gonna get in and bonk you, and I'm gonna dodge your projectile to bonk you. I did notice that like. And this might actually be unique to Elden Ring. Like some of the consumables scale off of your stats. Um, I know like that the the holy damage urns and things like that, they actually scale off faith. Hmm. Um, like that would make sense because I Kukiri, which is like a heavier throwing knife that procs bleed, is usually yeah. off of strength. Mm-hmm. So that would track. Yeah. Huh. And I, I think that like if I wasn't running a caster build, maybe I could have had a little bit more use out of some of those consumables. But I found there's like there's so many sources of poison, for instance, right? And I basically need one. And so I used arrows. Mm-hmm. Like now, maybe, maybe as an efficiency, the pots or throwing knives or something like that that has poison actually builds it up faster and I could have saved a little bit of time in some situations but I didn't need that right well so like when we did the fire giant I was throwing some poison knives because I had like some already made 
Yeah. Um, and you can throw them so quickly, which is really nice. Because you like offhand, like we just like one and the other. Yeah. But also, like it doesn't take any item weight. Whereas what you're talking about with the bow, that now goes against my equip load. That's true. Yeah. And usually, I try and put as much weight as I can as possible, where it's still medium roll. Yeah. And then if I like have to equip a bow because I'm in a dungeon, I want to shoot a flame pillar from a mile away or like a burning pot, I'll switch to it. But then I got to unequip it immediately, right? Because it sets you. I'm already heavy. like at that, at that threshold. That's fair. I did find that that was the situation, though. I actually, um, I recently learned, and I haven't played Elden Ring that much recently because of other things. Like yesterday, that there were Scarlet Rot arrows in the game. Again, as Dave said, I beat the game and I used poison arrows on a lot of bosses. <laughs> For anybody who doesn't know, poison is just the shittier version of rot. Yeah. It's essentially like poison and what would it be? Toxic. Toxic. Yeah. yeah. So it's just Dan-na-na-na. better poison. I really only found myself abusing toxic with like the breath. Like there is a sword that procs toxic, but it's specifically in Mikola's Halig tree, and Scarlet, then, Scarlet Rot, right? And it's like, I when am I going to use this specific short sword? Eh. Yeah, I mean, I used it in PvP against you, right? It took a while to build up the the bar. Yeah, I which is fair. More... You don't want to instantly get hit with something that's just if it instantly procked po- or toxic rot, you'd be like, uh-huh. or Scarlet Rot, Jesus. Yeah, that would suck. Yeah, there's an entire lake of that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Mimic tier, we got to talk about. Yeah, because we didn't fucking talk about it. Um, There's a whole bunch of cool spirits and stuff. But every single playthrough I went from, oh, I have wolves. Mm -hmm. Oh, I have a jellyfish. We're going to rock jellyfish. Oh, I found a ranged option of the skeletal marionettes or whatever those are called. I have to interject. Did you complete the jellyfish quest? I looked it up, but yes, I did. Okay, good. Yeah, you summon your jellyfish that... next to another jellyfish, and they become friends. Um, well, well, it actually replaces your phantom because you now don't have. If you look at the description, it's not Aurelia anymore. It's just a jellyfish because Aurelia went with the other one. I didn't even realize your jellyfish was named. Yeah, mm-hmm. huh? It's actually like the last line in it, uh, <laughs> and that's. It doesn't actually. So sometimes like in lore, they just uh-huh. throw a line in there and there's like, why is this here? And this yeah. is one of those lines. It's literally like it describes the jellyfish. And then I think there's a full paragraph break. And then it's like, it seems its name is Aurelia. And that's it. That's the end of the phantom description. I'm like, what? Do you remember like what? old King's Quest games where like someone's like, I sure wish I had this one specific thing. You're like, that's really vague, but I feel like that's going to uh-huh. be a key that I'm going to need for later. You jot it down on literally pen and paper. Um, yeah. Yeah, it seems like one of those. It's like, this is a flaming sword-shaped hole in the wall. And you're like, wait, what? I have a sword and I have a flame. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Mashes items yeah. together. You're talking um, about phantoms, though. Before I yeah. Interjected. So, like, Marionette was, like, my ranged option because they had... They're so cool because like they'll just shoot arrows, but they also have like four arms and occasionally like they'll panic and they'll like just shoot arrows all throughout their body, like in like a 360 degree arc. Yeah. Um, but it was really useful for a while because it was a ranged option. 
and it would build up some good damage. But then Mimic Tier existed. Yeah. If you're not using Mimic Tier, I think either your build sucks or <laughs> you're confused because you're... it's it's so strong. They could they could be listening in the future where Mimic Tier has been nerfed another three times <laughs> to the point of being anywhere near the tier of the other Phantom. I, I saw one of those classic memes of like, if you didn't like me at my one point if you didn't like me at my 1.3 you don't deserve me at my 1.2 mm-hmm. yeah so no, it's mimic tier is like a it literally copies your character instead of you using fp to summon it uses like a good chunk of your health so you summon your clone of yourself you heal back up but then it has your moves your gear your stats your abilities so when i was doing like end game bosses on my first playthrough i had a big axe or a big ass um bleed cleaver so i'm Mm -hmm. doing like heavy swings um and i also had like a poison weapon thing so i'd spew poison get poison on the boss and then hit him a bunch with bleed yeah and my mimic tier would do the same so like Uh we're guaranteed bleed and poison procs and so melania phase one you didn't do this fight but i'm gonna describe a little bit Um, it's a relatively circular arena and then like a bit of a it tapers off a little bit towards where you enter the arena so Mm -hmm. i wait for it to come up and then i let her aggro on the mimic tier and then we take turns doing our ones Mm -hmm. it was like we were in sync and we literally stagger locked her a couple of attempts through phase one and just got to phase two and i was like this is choice gameplay Mm -hmm. um and it felt good to pull off because i built the mimic tier around that yeah how did you build your mimic tier it's basically dark link it's like it copies what's in your inventory yeah. and has your weapons um mine was uh i mean obviously so my my place through was like faith and strength for like half the game and then respect to full faith um and that was just it <laughs> for like the end of the game so um it did it did pretty well with his y-hander but um i switched to the uh what is it cypher uh, I can't remember the name of the street sword. It's just 100% magical words in the air. Well, you had like an invisible blade. Is that the one? Well, there's the one. There's like there's the arm, the assassin like arm blades, which yeah. is just the fist weapon you can get. And it like requires 30 faith. It's in um, uh, round table hold. Um, But then there's a street sword you can get uh, that is also just literally words in the air and then the hilt of a sword and that's where the weight is it's an incredibly light weapon because it's literally just the hilt and it requires faith um and it was really good but it doesn't have like the impact of the the this hander none of that matters too much because i had enough spells on my bar that the mimic preferred to use those um i had to optimize it a little bit so it didn't like waste too much on spells but like dragon breath attacks both Mm -hmm. frost and scarlet rot um and a full heal that basically like brought it to full health if it ever decided to use it and me if i was nearby which was nice um and uh an item some items it would duplicate one of uh, for a while i had like the healing rocks the warming stones yeah which would generate um pbaoe healing areas it was it's the equivalent of like warmth from previous games in the series but i don't believe it heals enemies i think it's just friendlies um 
and uh, cursed blood pot. I'd keep one in my inventory. I never threw. Um, the effect is if you throw it, then your spirits or your spirit that's in play will be buffed against whatever it's fighting. Mm-hmm. But I didn't throw it. The mimic would copy one, throw it, buff itself, and continue to like wail on the enemy, which I thought was hilarious. For anybody who doesn't know, Jake used to play a fuck ton of Ark Warden back in the day. So <laughs> I, I actually played Ark Warden for a while. That's what I'm saying. But um, yeah, it's that same type of thing where you're just setting up like, you know, it'd be good to have two of this shit. Yeah. Um, it also has your, your like the health flasks alone makes it better than, you know, so many other spirits. It can sustain. Yeah. Also, because like you've probably built fairly beefy into like the later game because you have to. Um, mm-hmm. It was really nice to have it pull aggro for more than like two seconds. Yeah. Um, and it scales based off of upgrades, just like all the other spirits. So it actually gets more health than you, I think, at a point. Oh, shit. It's, it's crazy. It's also immune to certain status effects, depending on how they're being applied. Like in the approach to who is the Lord of Blood? Mo. Mo. <laughs> Mo. <Sorry. Hey. laughs> is that with a, a G and an H? Yeah, it is. It's, it's but it is Mo. Mo. Gotcha. Okay. Like on the approach there, there's all these enemies that are just like walking undead. They're very similar to uh, the enemies in the graveyard in Dark Souls 3. They're just like walking They're just, they're kind of like chilling zombies for the most part. Yeah, pretty much. And then occasionally one of them will just like freak out and run at you and then explode in a cloud of bleed, which I just realized that doesn't make any sense if you say it in English. It, it's a fog. That inflicts bleed. Yes. Which is a status effect. Um, but your spirit is immune to that. And there's an area with like 30 of these enemies. And every time one of them dies, they explode in a cloud of bleed. Which your mimic is immune to. And straight up wipes them all out <laughs> as I watch. And I clap from the sidelines. Yeah, it's so good. I watch It's somebody... oppressively good. It's so good. I feel like the game was balanced around that existing because I cannot imagine doing some of the later game stuff without it. Yeah. Like, well, it's they've changed the difficulty a couple times, right? Like they actually reduced in the, like one of the first patches, they made some of the bosses easier. Oh, and then, you know, later this might be evidence for your argument. They reduced the difficulty of some of the other bosses. They're like, maybe they're not using the mimic tier. And then they actually reduce the strength of the mimic tier when they realize, like, yeah, they are actually yeah, using they are, the mimic they tier. They are all using the mimic tier. Um, I want to talk about like some bosses and like NPCs and stuff because we are we have not touched on anything. I feel it's already been like forty five minutes. Um, yeah, I I I, I got to mention my my uh, runner up spirit, and I can yeah, then I go can ahead. swap. I was look, looking uh, her up real quick because I actually couldn't remember her name. Uh, Latena the Albanoric. It was the stationary archer. Okay. Um, that you find next to like Lobo, her wolf, and she has her own storyline and stuff like that. Uh, because she's just like a legit archer. Like she fires magical arrows that split and just do tons of damage. And I wish she was viable in more boss fights, but if she ever gets aggro, she freaking dies because she can't move. Yeah. <laughs> she's like literally paralyzed. <laughs> she is, yeah. Uh, um, um, but I wish I could have played. I actually do want them to just nerf M- Mimic Tear into the ground for a whole lot of reasons. Um, 
but the main one is there are so many cool spirits that I didn't even bother trying to yeah. use. Yeah. Like again, like pot boys, I love the pot boy design. Um and they Didn't have like a oh, little horde of pot boys. Never gonna use it because yeah. why outside of like trying it for shits and giggles, why would I? Um Yeah. There's one guy, Redmain Knight Oga. I'm looking, I'm cheating, right? Like uh-huh. this is I haven't magically learned how to recall their names. I'm looking at the wiki. I used him a lot. He's got glowing red eyes and he shoots like gravity arrows. And they were super cool. It was like super awesome. But the problem was it was not as effective as Mimic Tier. Yeah. So you gotta go with the words. Um, yeah. Next topic. Uh, I want to talk about some of the bosses. <laughs> uh, sure. Let's just burn through this list. Okay. Um, Margit. Still actually kind of hard. Like I uh, went back and oh, yeah. played him again. I did the cheese strat of like I went to the dragon. I bled the shit out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, the soul farm. Yeah. Um, and then I came back with literally 40 vigor. And Justin was watching me play and he's like, what are you doing? I'm like, cheesing. Um, but mm-hmm. I had trouble with it still because like my weapon sucked. Mm-hmm. My health flask health, health healed for like 50 health, which I had way more than that. So it didn't yeah. do anything. Um, Did you like, see the, the Yamfa broken in just a few minutes video? Yeah. That's how I did my second playthrough. Okay, gotcha. I literally, I, I did the Godric skip. I went up through like part of the Ronnie stuff. I'm like, oh, sort of Night and Flame? Hello. And then ah, I was okay. doing like Faith magical bullshit with my laser sword. He re- he released a new one that like has a different weapon on it. And that's why I was I was curious because oh, like the weapon yeah. is incredibly powerful. And like I haven't tried that weapon. I did watch that video yeah. though. It was cool. Yeah. It's like a a staff uh-huh. with like a hook on it. I don't know. It's it's, it's from a death breed. I don't know. It's weird. But yeah, uh Margaret. Margaret's fine. Um, fine boss. Gogic was cool. That was like the yeah. first it's MSQ like boss, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um and I anybody that has like a phase transition, I'm on board for. Mm-hmm. Just very cool thematically. And like it got me like, oh, this is peak Dark Souls. We're we're in it. Yeah. It's peak it's peak bloodborne because it's rolling, right? The requirement for this fight <laughs> is rolling a lot. I, I guess you can block a lot too until holy comes into play. Also, unrelated, shields are really good, and I haven't really oh, yeah. used them as much as I should have. But they do so yeah. much. I honestly I remembered and then I forgot about like the shield counterattack. Yeah. Um I actually still don't people are like it's super great and i'm like i don't really know if it is it's good against like trash i couldn't it use it can be it depends on it if your attack's gonna be faster or not i also can't judge because i was running like the medium stability shields medium low stability shields for mm-hmm. most of the game um and didn't get more, enough strength to use any of the big ones that are straight up just like i'm behind this you are not relevant to this conversation, <laughs> right? <laughs> How did you feel about Renala? Which would uh, be, Renal. which is funny because when you got to Renala, you're like, oh, I found the gimmick fight in the game. I'm like, okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, sure. Uh-huh. Uh, so I have two answers. Okay, first answer: boss fight as it was intended. Uh, it's really cool. I I, I like the gimmick. I like running around, you know, fighting the things. I I cared. I found that I cared more. 
there's two things I really liked about boss fights. Boss fights that had like really cool theming, really cool like moves and things like that, cool movesets, or just like an awesome environment and setup for the fight. And Renala had like a really cool setup. You're just fighting a bunch of little girls, killing them in mass. Panican style. Yeah, right. Ignites lightsaber. <laughs> um, I mean, literally, the the holy weapon is basically a lightsaber, so it's funny. Um, it even kind of sounds like a lightsaber when you swing it. A little more shing than a lightsaber. But anyways, her fight's really cool. Uh, I like the phase two. Reminds me a ton of Bloodborne. Second opinion, when it's bugged, it's the worst fight in the game. Um, and I'll recount my experience. I mean, yeah, because I don't know what you mean by bugged. Nor does anybody so, else who's listening. I did two. I had two attempts uh, where I was the co-op someone being brought into the fight. Okay. And uh, what happens, and it's probably even patched at this point, but if you brought two summons into the fight, not just one person, but two people, um, she does not have a visible shield around her in the first phase. It's still there, but she, you can't see it. Okay. That would be fine. None of her children are ever picked as the singer that break her shield when they're killed. Oh, she's functionally invulnerable in the shield unless you have a spell that would reach through the shield. So what I did is over the course of all of my mana flasks threw black fireballs at her (laughs) where the 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 like on hit damage didn't do anything but the but dot the, but the dot did okay and i was the only person in the entire fight that could damage her until we got to phase 2 and literally it's you've skipped the whole thing she never fell from her shield at all you just go to phase 2 uh and the host died twice so i gave up <laughs> that sounds shitty <laughs> <laughs> that being said i'm i'm sure that's been patched uh, at, at this point but it was a funny experience so I will say that this balances out for what you're describing because I watched you do the Rykard fight where you summoned in like I swear it was like three cooperators who, <laughs> yeah, all, I just, who I just all had the gimmick weapon which uh-huh. is like a giant spear to stab a snake and you just staggered the ever living fuck out of it uh, yeah. so you didn't really get to see any of like the attack animations or anything um, mm-hmm. But Rykard, I also enjoyed as a, a thematic fight because the, the cutscene and the voice acting was fucking silly. It's really enjoyably cool. silly. Yeah. I find as I get older, I appreciate some of those more than the straight up like, this is just a super, super difficult fight. I'm just like, oh, is it enjoyable? Yeah. For other reasons. Well, like, I really enjoyed. Um, I'm just gonna like pick all the major bosses now, like yeah, Mo, yeah, Lord of Blood, mm-hmm. because like the you don't really know anything outside of like oh, and some guy named the Lord of Blood. You're like okay, yeah. But then you go there, and then you see them refer to Mikola, who's a character you've heard of, and it's like literally comes out of Mikola's hand that's just bleeding. Yeah, it bleeds him on the ground. Yeah, it bleeds him into existence, and then he's like. He kisses Mikola's hand. He's like, uh, dearest Mikola, abide by thyself a while. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, we have a guest. And I was like, oh, I like this theming already. It's kind of cool. Yeah, it's, it's um, a, there's a little thing in that transition, too, where he's like covered in blood first. And then he like turns around towards you and all of his, like, his armor. And like this is armor that's trimmed with like furs and stuff like yeah. that. And it's all like pristine. 
And it's just such a cool, like, it's a stupid, cool, artistic transition. I just really liked it. Yeah, it's all of the cutscenes for, like, the major bosses are super hype. Um, so even, like, Mo, who, like, I didn't really follow too much of, I'm like, oh, I'm on board with this. Cool. Uh, really like that. Um, Don obviously was cool as fuck. Uh, Melania, Blade of Mikola, mm. just so before we were talking about like the Millicent quest line a little bit, yeah, which unfortunately I didn't complete in my playthrough. But I'm gonna spoil for you because I'm gonna spoil for everybody yeah, else. That's it's cool. Spoils for everybody. Okay. No, all, yeah. So Millicent is actually not Melania. Mm-hmm. I learned. I had a theory for a very long time that it was because like both their names it begin with M. Well, that's actually a naming <laughs> consistency as far as like um, generationally. Uh-huh. So like Radon, um, blanking, uh, Ronnie, and Radigan. well, th- they are children of Radigan. <laughs> yeah. That's actually that's like pretty, part of the thing. That's really funny. It's like, well, my name well, like Godfrey. is Jake. So all my kids have to be james and jamie well i mean like that was a naming convention for a long time with (laughs) older cultures that's true yeah uh, where you have like a prefix but like godfrey is the parent of godwin that that one's very explicit um that's not just g that's god God. (laughs) yeah god in everybody's name (laughs) that one i actually that one wrapped back around to being silly for me (laughs) it's just like why do you name all of your kids god (laughs) Um, sorry, but like Melania, Blade of Mikola, that Millicent uh-huh. quest line, she is actually a daughter. She is a daughter of Melania. Mm. But I thought it was interesting that like she had all of these similarities of like the red hair. She didn't right. remember how she got infected by rot. Um, she's missing an arm as well mm-hmm. and like gets a prosthetic. I'm like, this reminds me of somebody from like the, for the first cutscene, uh-huh. but apparently not actually the same person. But yeah. She's just so fucking cool. Oh, yeah. And like Master Swordsman, etc. And then you get to phase two and she's like Melania, goddess of rot. And the mm-hmm. theming for that is so cool because everything yeah. in Mikola's Halig tree is like full autumnal themed and like mm-hmm. rotten. And like, ooh, it feels so good. And then the music kicks in and then she starts off with like a dive bomb and like a, a rot lotus. The whole thing is fun. Um, yeah. but really, really love the theming for that. I recommend I, uh, like a subsequent playthrough checking that out for sure. I'm gonna cheat because we're talking about the bosses. Yeah, and you also asked about like cool NPCs. So going back to answer that question, when did I? <laughs> it looks at watch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was about an hour ago. Um, but uh, Gideon or Sir Gideon Ofnir, the All Knowing. Yeah, uh, love that character. Uh, one, the voice actor is amazing. Like Sean Bean, yeah, he's good. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> straight up. Uh, it's not actually Sean. Bean. No, no, no. It's Bean Sean. Yeah. <laughs> this is body double. It's been also Sean, and have a good night. <laughs> yeah. Um, but really cool. I like his theming. I like how he's just this guy that's. He's basically the sidelines character. Like, uh, there, there's kind of a trope almost. Like, um he's on the same quest as like the main character, but he's not overcoming all of the obstacles of the main character. But there comes a point where there can only be one. This is Highlander rules. Um, So there's a conflict 
and then you just like face stomp him because he's not the main character and he didn't overcome all of that yeah like that was granted every time i was up to that point i was like rocking a lot of health and bleed and mm-hmm. would just shit on him yeah um, but he's very spell casty because he's sort of getting off near the like the all-knowing yeah. he's been like studying for millennia probably um He's really disappointed when you burn down the hold. He's just like, guess I'll get all the information out of these books. You're <laughs> ruining my home. Quietly puts books in bags while staring menacingly on it. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. This guy. Um, yeah. No, that was a cool NPC. Um, I mean, shout out to Ronnie for being yeah. Bay. And I'll be the honest, I, I, story. I do simp for Ronnie. I yeah. don't know what it is. But it's something about like I, I had this discovery of myself. I like shorter, more demanding women. That's something yeah. that I'm into. All right. There you go. Um four hands too. Yeah. <laughs> Dave just gave me a knowing nod. <laughs> Finally somebody who can grab the whole thing. Um, <laughs> but no, she's a really cool character. For like, hugs, Dave. For hugs. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Are you cheating on Fia's hugs? You <laughs> fucking whore. Um, but no, like I, Ronnie's theming is really cool. I like her outfit too because you can get like the big magic hat. Oh yeah. Um, but like I really like her voice acting, her storyline, and her lore of like why she's doing what she's doing because she's mm-hmm. actually the one who like triggered the events. She of, triggered a lot of people, right? <laughs> 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 fucking white knights. Um, <laughs> But she actually um, organized the Night of Black Knives. Ah, okay. Hmm. That's kind of a big deal. Yeah. Um, so she stole the Rune of Death from her half-brother Malekith. Oh, right, because that's her, Fashioned that into the Black bag. Knives. And then all of the Black Knives are also women. That's mm-hmm. a fact. Um, and that's a fact. That's a fact. <laughs> <laughs> and then they killed Godwin. Yeah, and uh, then because of that, um, Merica broke the Elden Ring because mm-hmm. she was very upset. Because was her son, um, and that was the end of the Age of the Retreat. Blah blah blah. Anyway, uh, the whole thing was really cool with Ronnie, and it's very complex. And you get to go underground a whole bunch. Oh yeah, and mm-hmm. all of the areas underground are cool as fuck. And you don't even yeah, realize how big the game is until you also go underground 13 different times. It's like I remember it culminates in like the fight with Astol. Astol? Astol. Natural born of the void, which is just it's Bloodborne, the boss. That's it's a full um, Bloodborne boss. It's like, hey, did we have like a space centipede? Did you want to wasn't kill there like elder gods you're supposed to be fighting? Yeah. At some point? <laughs> yeah. Um, it's literally that. And I was very high level. Um, I was watching um Dan actually fight him and uh, he ultimately did overcome Astol. Um, and I was like, can I like see your stats? And he beat him at like half the level I did, like straight <laughs> up like 70 levels earlier. But I I also didn't find the area until like the end of the game yeah. when I was doing this um, home run thing around. But that was a really cool fight game, too. Find everything else. Anything really that cool, has like yeah. a, hey, we're going to add some effects. I'm like, oh, what are, how are you going to do these effects? He's going to be like, are you going to like red tint them? Are you going to blue tint them? They're like, oh, we're just going to mm-hmm. take space palette and put yeah. this shit here. And you're like, oh, okay. Elden Beast does that too, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. I Very just, much literally 
space gradient across the screen and yeah. then it explodes. <laughs> that was just really fucking cool. Yeah, it looks it looks really cool. She's definitely go back to Ronnie for a second, though. Like, it's very obvious that she's one of the characters that they spent a whole lot of time on the quest. Like, specifically, there are there are some NPCs in these games where, like, their quest just comes into play and then it, it resolves. It weaves and it's in done. and out. Yeah, exactly. And Ronnie's is straight up like, we're just going to draw a circle around the main story. And this is all of it. And all of it belongs to me in some aspect. And she's involved in the whole thing. Yeah, pretty much. Like also, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, I don't know if you did anything for uh gold mask. Is that the guy with the sunflower? Yeah. The guy who's always like T posing somewhere. I killed him. <laughs> And then he came back and I was like, I don't know what else to do. (laughs) (laughs) I tried. This is the one tool in my kit, guy. (laughs) Murder? Murder didn't work. (laughs) Fuck, I'm out of ideas. But like his thing is very much like it it kind of colors the world a little bit as far as like Mm -hmm. a side quest story. But like it's not. It's not fundamental in the same way. Whereas Ron is very much like, again, very integral to the overall plot of the game yeah not necessary but and i actually forgot like her association with torrent and all of that like she's all the way back there at the beginning of the game she's like hey we probably won't ever meet again um but i I wonder how long the uh the tarnish will pay obeisance to the two fingers Mm -hmm. there's apparently a point where like um like you can attack an illusion of her or something and she's just like, um, it's like torrent. Sure, uh, uh, like I don't understand torrents like interest in like a wild master or something like that. But it's like it's it's all of this like it's non-aggressive so much. But she trusts torrent the yeah. horse yep. so much that you should feel bad in this moment for being being a dick. Yeah, yeah. a murder hobo. Um, and I don't know. And she also just like she helps you out at the beginning without inducting you into her plot of anything. You have to find her late in the later in the game and be like, sure, I'll work for you. Well, the other thing is like when you go find her, she's like, Hey, what are you doing here? You're like, oh, no, she's kind of dicking around she's looking for quests. And she's like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. She's like, I don't remember inking you an invitation, um, mm-hmm. but here you are. You're like, no, I'm just kind of exploring up in this castle for no fucking reason. Uh, right. I'm clearing fog of war. What? <laughs> no, uh, really good. I was going to say, I realize we're talking a lot about Ronnie, but also the least fan servicey romance in any game. <laughs> Cause there's nothing. <laughs> You're just like, uh, here's a ring. You want to be a consort? Sure. All right, let's leave this reality. And then they left. <laughs> like, there you go. <laughs> Yeah. Also, plot-wise, I was gonna say real quick, the whole plot of the game is for like you to become the consort of America and to mm. restore the golden order. Interesting. I haven't I've only gotten like the insanity ending because I'm a psychopath, apparently. Well, I'm just saying, like they say like the, the finger readers will say that, like the whole point is like they want you to restore the golden order. That's why the tarnished mm. have now received the long lost grace. Because you're like, hey, somebody fuck some stuff up. All right, Tarnish, we'll even let you guys try and help out. 
Right. So okay. they want an Elden Lord as a consort to Queen America because mm. the greater will is essentially act a rebound. Pretty much. <laughs> the, the, yeah, the Elden Ring, a 100-hour-plus game that can be summarized as you're the rebound of America. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Uh, why do they why do they keep you out of the tree then that was the part I, I didn't figure out like the tree the the earth tree is blocked off by thorns is that like outside of America's will or so I don't think America necessarily has will this is speculation at this point because uh mm-hmm. I'm I'm out of lore ideas um but America is just kind of there as like a fixture of the greater will at this point I don't think she really has will or the ability to move at this point so much. Yeah, she's kind of tied up on a yeah on the actual Elden Ring. Uh, I don't know though. Um, mm. I think it's. I don't know. Yeah, because like because to like restore that order, you have to you do have to like burn the tree, right? I think they changed their mind along the way. Mm-hmm. Like they're like, hey, we'll give some grace to the tarnished. Uh, but then, like, they see what you're doing and trying to do, like, oh no, fuck this guy. Gotcha. Too risky. That's my too, guess. too risky. Too risky. Yeah. He's been killing NPCs and stuff. He's, he's been killing. Like, he's been killing everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Kind of making his way through the map. <laughs> Nonstop murder speed. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see how he interacts with the first four managers and you're like managers you mean bosses i'm supposed to kill bosses right <laughs> let's go it's like all right well he he picked he picked combat for margit but maybe maybe when he gets to some of these uh some of these shard bearers he'll choose the diplomatic option he's not doing that he hasn't done that yet <laughs> I let's my, just close I let the door. my fist let's, do the talking <laughs> <laughs> let's close the door the vines just creep over <laughs> go home <laughs> we changed our minds get out of here <laughs> yeah what for you did you enjoy the most as far as like thematic and i'm gonna say let's say boss what was your favorite boss as far as like design and thematics or just a highlight one if you can't pick a favorite i mean so obviously uh astel stood out amazingly visually um the Elden Beast was okay, not amazing. I don't, I don't think he's my favorite, mm. but he, he's, he's definitely up there. I liked Malekith, but his arena is kind of non. There's nothing really special about his arena. Yeah. Um, I was gonna say like you know who has a boring as fuck arena, but like a really fucking cool fight. Radigan. Oh yeah, yeah. It's just literally a platform. <laughs> like, I don't know if I wasn't sober at the time that we were that I was playing or doing that fight. But I think they actually do like tilt the screen a little bit through points, hmm. which hmm. made it felt cool. Like, um, like when he like laid down the fucking hammer, like it was uh-huh. actually shifting the the plane that you were on a little bit. He was hitting my mimic with that more, so I might not yeah, have seen so, it as much. I was kind of just like um, watching it, like eating popcorn. You, you, you got him. But it was just like a really cool, like decayed, but also still having some of like the Golden Order design. Oh yeah, really like that. I- that one specific move where he like he sets the AOE on the ground with the first hit. Yeah. And it's like the golden spreading AOE. And then he just smiths. Like the move is just him smithing with hits. Yep. To the ground repeatedly. Is so cool. 
it's so cool because it's like it's not even like a conventional attack. It's just like, oh, uh, he's a blacksmith. What's he do? He's a blacksmith. You know? <laughs> um, I just really enjoyed that. Yeah, I like that a whole bunch. Definitely one of the cooler ones. Um, how about areas? What was your highlight area, or what was an area like? You're like, fuck this. I hate it so much. Yeah. I mean, I actually didn't hate the Scarlet Lake because I had so many ways to mitigate it by the time I got there. But I'm sure that's very obnoxious for a lot of people, especially if they don't have like, oh, flame cleanse me to just remove Scarlet Rot whenever they feel like it. Yeah, I didn't have um, that. <laughs> um, obviously, the uh, the river. We talked about the river. Is he off for a river well? Yeah. Um, that whole hollow earth type setup with like basically constellations beyond you almost like in the in the sky um and all these platforms and a lot of those areas you can get to throughout the game it's like for sense of wonder that's pretty high up there like there were a couple of times in my first playthrough i just like sat back and i was like wow like like a Uh small child who discover typed boobs into google for the first time (laughs) and one was like when you first get on the horse and you have like one of those jump pads and you really get launched up above a lot of the scenery and get to see like hey here's this beautiful world we've crafted for you i'm like oh holy shit right and that was just in limgrave and then when you get into like siafra and you go down like this giant elevator you're like how long is this elevator gonna go Uh and then you see like underground and then you see like the sky that's lit up with all of these stars Mm-hmm. And then as you go to like various points, you're like, oh, this area is fucking gigantic. And yeah. you still access it from like different points. Like you go up to like Noxtra and you're like, oh, that's still the same fucking place. Um, yeah. Which is another really cool. The, the like. Sorry, not Noxtra, Noxtella. Night. Jesus. Noxtella. Yeah. I really like that area too. It, it was so gorgeous. Like, yeah. I really enjoyed it a lot. It's so cool. Fuck ants, by the way. Fuck ants. Oh, yeah. But they can remove those. That's fine. (laughs) How about enemy design? Was there any like enemies that really stood out to you as like, this is like a really cool design or I, this creeps me out a whole bunch? Uh, Oh, well, I mean, the hands are the creepiest thing imaginable. I agree with that. Anybody (laughs) who says the hands aren't creepy, I think can tolerate spiders more than me. Yeah. It's just like, what is this enemy? Well, it's a human hand. You're like, okay. I mean, Zelda's done it. We doubled the fingers. You're like, All right, I'm out. <laughs> oh, two fingers. Oh, I got you. <laughs> Actually, they fingers come up a lot in this game. Have you tried finger? <laughs> anyway, uh... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not finishing your, your message. There's um, the two fingers. There's the hands. There's the fact that all of the co-op items are fingers. Did you Did way. you watch the last video I sent of um? young maestro i haven't gotten to it yet i'll be honest okay i need to so brief spoiler um he gets in or he goes like to invade uh some people and they're both set up as like oh we're prepped for if people come to invade us type thing yeah mm-hmm. uh, and they both have the like, ambush the finger weapon of the the bigger hands right like like the giant finger with like the ring and it the weapon art for that is it it's kind of like a literally a disembodied large finger but then it grows bigger and then does like a flick Uh and that's the move um but the one character's name was finn and the other character's name was (laughs) gur and they both just ran out of it's really comical 
This weapon is the equivalent of like the dildo bat from Saints Row. Yeah. Like it really is <laughs> absolutely absurd. Um I will also yeah. say as far as like creepy enemies, the uh the crying I'm just gonna say worm faces up in Altus Plateau. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. That like had like little skinny legs and like long bodies and then like Cthulhu faces. I and think then that's the name for them because there's a boss there. One of the, the one bosses instead of the Erd tree, it, it's called Wormed Face. Yeah, they're just very unsettling too. Yeah, I but didn't cool. really like them. There's a lot of some of the larger enemies in the game that are very clearly like you're not really supposed to fight these. The dogs, the crows, the um, those guys. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Caleb. Um, yeah, Caleb. Caleb doesn't have... There's like one enemy you should kill for souls and everything else you just avoid. I saw the dogs and birds. I'm like, nah. <laughs> I don't think I killed any of them, honestly. And it's not so, out of like my humanity. It's more of just like not investing the time for this payoff. And it'll like... They'll demount you super fast because they'll just sweep or something and yeah. take you off torrent. Funny story, though. Um, since we're still early in the episode. Yeah. Um, the first bird that I saw... I came up from like the back way because I got trapped in Lyurnia and warped up to like the crystal cave. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was like making my way back down through um, Magic Town. And uh, I was like, oh, there's, there's a big thing over there on the cliff. And I was just, like, just come up from behind it. It's just like gigantic there. Um, I'm like, huh, weird. It's like not really doing anything. Um, and I'm also sneaking up, so it hasn't really seen me. Uh, and I got up like right beside it, like right behind it, just be- to, to the side. And it finally turns around and it's this giant freaking bird. I'm like, oh, I don't like that. And then it starts to attack. And to start this attack, it like leaps back to attack me. And it falls off the cliff and it dies. And I was like, that was a lot of runes. <laughs> and that was my first interaction with the giant birds. <laughs> I mean, it seems like that really panned out in your favor for a... Uh... A first time encounter. It was really funny. It couldn't pull it off again. I tried again and then it killed me. I feel like a lot of times you encounter something, hey, what is that? And it's like an abductor virgin. You're like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There is a lot of like, so many of the bosses here feel like they're just like, you absolutely have to beat this boss to progress. And then there's just like a teleport somewhere that completely skips it. Yeah. Um, like, I'm curious. I think you can make it like to the atlas plateau without beating any bosses or close to it maybe one so because i know the first on my third playthrough i'm like let's say five hours in this is literally just yesterday and the day before Mm -hmm. um i had to face the magma worm boss to go up through the back route instead of taking the dectus lift okay gotcha but that's it because you can do the godric skip you just literally ride your horse around the castle done mm-hmm. you're now yeah. in Lyurnia. yeah that's not a glitch <laughs> that's just i know but like how yeah. many people have skipped it before like they found out you could just go around i don't know uh-huh i didn't know for a long time yeah no that's crazy very very open game um well that's like the halfway point for spoilers yeah so do you want to take a quick pee break and continue right just now we can we should we we should record this the part two of um the spoiler episode next time are are we actually still going (laughs) in this elden in this elden ring podcast (laughs) 
I don't even know. We can talk about that offline. We'll see. If you guys see uh, Elden Ring pop up again as the next episode, then you'll you'll know that we've given up in general. We've just given up. So any any closing rambling thoughts? Um Oh man, next episode should be the critical evaluation of some of the stuff in this game. I thought we haven't did we that. We just circle bit. jerked about it basically for like three hours across two episodes. Um, there, are, I don't think that it's absolutely perfect. It is. It is a really good game. I definitely um, think it has some issues, but for me, a lot of them are minor. There's mm-hmm. definitely room for improvement. A lot of them are yes. like stuff in general. Like, oh yeah, it's still an amazing open world game. Yeah. And if, if you like Dark Souls, you've already played this. If it's not game of the year, I will riot. <laughs> like I will start right, working right, for riot games. Game <laughs> <of the year. laughs> yeah, yeah, it's. I don't know. I'm still having a lot of fun with it. It's still going to be my main go-to game. I'm pretty sure. Oh yeah, yeah. and I will not stop talking about it until someone's mm-hmm. like, "Dude, you got to start d- checking out the dating pool or something." Like it's getting annoying. <laughs> The one question I still have, I don't know, maybe you have the answer to it, is does anything change in New Game Plus besides runes being and uh, enemy health and damage being increased? Because um, they've done that in the past. In Dark Souls 2, is if you New Gamed a couple times, you started getting the souls of the bosses from Dark Souls 1 when you... Uh, Start killing the main bosses. Oh, I didn't do too much of New Game Plus. I probably played like an hour on one of the playthroughs mm-hmm. just to check it out. Um, definitely higher damage and health. I uh, couldn't really say much more beyond that. Haven't played around too much. I'm sure they probably do have better versions of some of the talismans. I would right. hope. Oh, that's the other thing they did. Yeah, I mean they did it for Dark Souls rings. Three. It'd be weird if they didn't continue that. I definitely found up to plus two items throughout. Uh, just new game not even new game plus so some of the stuff's already there curious to see i would i would kind of be surprised if like literally in an open world game you can put as much effort and development time into everything as you want it's very very difficult and you have to pick places to copy paste catacombs is that place um, for this one, one of the things, some of the bosses, the Erd tree fights, obviously, very similar, yeah, or exactly the same. Um, but I would be surprised if they held too much of that back for New Game Plus, and they're like, okay, secret ending, <laughs> right? Like, or something like that. Um, yeah, I don't really think they need to change up too much. I would like mm-hmm. a DLC area. Yes, I'll pay mm-hmm. money for it. I don't give a shit. Um, right. But I like this direction they're going in. As I've said. If that wasn't fucking obvious, <laughs> you, I, you do seem excited about the game overall. It's okay, you say like at least it's a six. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but like, it's taking a lot of things I love about Dark Souls and like FromSoft and that mm-hmm. game design, and then just making it into like a huge swath of a world that is yeah. so so detailed and mm-hmm. layered. Again, the game is huge; it is literally huge, but it's yeah. so cool. Um, it is it is pretty absurd. It feels very much like you're on an adventure of like this grand scale, and I love it, love it. Oh yeah, absolutely. 
I would say that I also uh, enjoy the game. Um, maybe I love it. We'll see. We'll see. I probably do. I think that's fair to say. It's the best game they've ever made, like by a yeah very crazy margin. Um, and it's the reason for that is because it's like built on everything else. The backs of everything else. Yeah. Yeah. Like they're using, like, obviously we, we've seen crab animations. You've seen the, uh, what are the little hat guys called from dark souls three? Uh, the imps, the imps that then became like the, the little statue goblins. Yeah. yeah, But they're the um, the exact same. Um, actually they're called imps in this. Actually, that might be the one I'm thinking of. Okay. What are they called in three? I don't, I don't know. I'm going to go. Yeah. I know what you're saying, but yeah, like I don't know. Like they took the uh, the whistle from Sekiro. Remember that whistle? Um, yeah, they used that <laughs> sound. It was a lot of effort. Uh, Zuli actually had a video she released not too long ago, going over how like some of the resources that clearly existed in three. They're like, yeah. why does this statue of a dog for like the Watchdogs of Farin, um, why does it have combat animations and all this stuff? Well, because it was you know. Unused they assets time then to get used it. into something else. Um, and yeah, I'm and fine it, with it, them doing that. But like you really hopefully. do see it. <laughs> like things are all kind of coming together. Um, I don't know. It's nice to be along for like the lineage of FromSoft and like the Souls type games. Oh, yeah. Um, but again, very cool direction it's going in. Really like it. It's kind of like it's like you're coming home and it's a surprise party. This is not the anti-birthday party, but this is like the actual birthday party. And all of the people are there are people that you've interacted with for how many years of your life across all of these souls games. Um, that's what Elden rings like, and you've killed most of them. <laughs> so it's kind of weird that they're there, but <laughs> that's, that's Elden ring. I don't that's know how to go off that phrase. analogy. <laughs> that's my ending analogy, Dave. <laughs> mm. Okay. I would also be very surprised if it's not uh, not game of the year. I can't imagine anything else is even close to being a contender. Is it one of the AAA things that they have essentially done the exact same thing for, and they just put like a new coat of paint on it? Okay. <laughs> they 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 do have to nominate some other games okay. just so that there's something for this one to like push over. Just be like, eh. But it was me, <laughs> right? Like I I was gonna be the game of the year the whole time. I heard Anthem and everyone was would clap. Yeah, what was that? What was Phantom? Was my joke? Oh. Oof, the Bioware. Um, yeah, I don't. I I think that one might have missed its window. Yeah, that one didn't come out this year. That's the only reason. Ugh. Jeez. Hey, maybe Tunic will be a contender. I don't know. Haven't checked mm. it out yet. Yeah, or three Nick, four Nick. Who's who's to say? I wouldn't even five Nick. Maybe yeah, that's that's a lot of Nick. <laughs> that's that's arguably too much Nick. <laughs> um. But yeah, if you guys have any Nick, uh, you could feel free to send that. Feel free to send that in to soapstonepodcast at gmail.com. We haven't changed the name to the Elden Ring Podcast at gmail.com. That's somebody else for now. But we will sue them and we'll take it. Uh, soapstonepodcast at gmail.com. Or you can join the discussion on Facebook. It's been a while since I've logged in, but I assume that they're only talking about Elden Ring on that platform at facebook.com slash soapstonepodcast. And as always... We'll see you in the next one. Have a lovely evening. You deserve it. <laughs>